0: Everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is April 22nd, 2020.
1: I'm going to make two purchases tonight, Dave, on Amazon. Dan Williams, you shut your mouth. (laughs) Uh, We're looking at Fox Sports San Diego. They're replaying the 1998 playoffs with the Padres and Astros. Oh, was I there? Yeah, I was actually. Thanks for asking. Uh, you weren't? You were at home watching it on TV? Yeah, it sucks to suck, huh?
0: It's game four. Was this the, the clinching game? This thing went yes four, sir. not five, right? Um, yes, this okay. was the clinching game. Okay. And
1: two things about this game, which are pretty cool. But, Dave, when I go home, I think that blue Padre jersey that they're wearing right there is one of my favorites. Me too. I love that. But the other thing that they just showed was they showed Trevor in the bullpen with an old-school Padres starter jacket. Yeah. The Navy with that. I go, fuck, I think I'm buying that too. <laughs> um, for my birthday last year, my kids got me. You've seen those panoramic stadium frame yeah. things. They got me one from this game.
0: From this exact
1: game? It's the oh, first that's awesome. Pitch. And why I loved it, as much as I do, is you and I did the post-game show for this game. Yeah. We got
0: soaked in the locker room after this game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fuck yeah, I hung out, played a little grab-ass with Mayor Golding.
0: (laughs) Um, You know, i tell you what. like Things are so fun. This is fun, and I know Padre fans love not only the memory of them winning, but also the electricity of being there. It was as great as Petco Park is, and it's probably the best ballpark in all of baseball, when the Padres were winning in this situation in '98, where it was just packed, Ugh. it was fucking crazy. It was, it was such a good time. The energy of the entire city and Larry Lucchino and all these guys. My favorite thing about Larry during this season and for the most time those big Saturday night games is that he would walk around and talk time. to just fans and say, "What do you think?" Palm trees, dude. He was just so different. Awesome giveaways. Everything was great. The players on the team were great. It yeah. was. It, it's a shame they didn't win the World Series, but besides that, it was kind of like that once-in-a-lifetime. Man, This everybody was all in in this town.
1: Yeah, what well, was really just on a personal note, in 84, I went to Game 3. Okay. So I went to Game 3, but I wasn't at the Garvey game. I wasn't at Game 5, but I was there for Game 3. The great thing that – and I had this conversation with my sons last night is I started – God, I don't know. I wonder how many of us have done this. Dave, maybe when I was 15 or 16, starting collecting things with the idea that, hey, at one point, if I ever have a son or a daughter, but I said to my boys last night, like I always had in my mind that I wanted to have two sons. Yeah. And I started collecting different things. And I said, God, you know, maybe at some point, if I have two sons, they would like to have this. And I have a bunch of shit in storage, but I said, you know, in a couple of months, we'll pull these things out. We'll start going through it. Some will be for Cade. Some will be for Jack. And then there'll be a big stack of fucking crap that I'm like, I don't even know why I kept this. Yeah. And we'll throw it out. But being lucky enough, and we were, we had just started this show to be out there every night. Yeah. To be on the field after this. This um, To be in the press box, to do those post-game shows. I was saying uh, to Billy Devaney the other day, I talked to Billy Devaney uh, about the draft, and I said, man, I don't know that Dave and I even knew in 98 how good we had it. With Billy and Bobby, Mike Riley came in shortly after that for the Chargers, Junior, Rodney, and so many of the guys that were on that team. But the Padres as an organization treated us so incredibly well. Yeah. John was great to us. Larry was great. Kevin Boach and all these guys on this team. Um, look, we didn't know shit. We felt like like anybody. You felt like, you know, a lot more than you do looking back. Yeah. But it was so incredibly fun to be out there. And I know a lot of you were out there, whether Jojo, my man, Jojo Tarantino.
0: Yeah. Bat boy. Yeah. He's all over the place. In yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, whether you were there for one game, whether you watched them on TV, whether you had Jerry and Ted on the radio, or if you were lucky enough to be out there every night. Yeah, it was just, it's great. I watch every one of these, and it brings back so many memories because those players are such fucking good guys. Whether it's Finley or Hitchcock, Ashby, Hoffman, all of them. You know all the names. Dude, they say don't meet your heroes. Bullshit. This night, Caminetti
0: Vaughn, they were great dudes. Also, what made it unique was not only do we have an appreciation because obviously we just started as a show. We just started August 1st, 98. This is October 98. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm looking at this game right now. My son Jake was a week old. Yeah. You know, and and there's so many great things going on at the time. But you and I were the same age as the players. Yeah. And so I think that made it a a little bit different as well, how the players treated us like we're the same age. So we, we talk about this a lot in sports is there's that circle, meaning the guys who are on the team are in that circle. And no matter how big of a fan you are, you aren't going to make it in that circle. Right. You and I might not have been in that circle, but we were as close to that circle as you could possibly get. Before the game, being behind the, the batting cage and talking to any player we wanted to talk to on yeah. either team, talking to yeah. the, the batting coaches and talking to sit down and talking to Tony. And we had great friends in the media with Theo and Glenn and, and all the guys – that helped us out, that made our jobs really easy. We were one of the few guys, because if you sat in the press box now, if you were lucky enough to get a, an invitation to the press box now, I think you'd be shocked that every guy that shows up every night just wants a fast game. They don't yeah. care about anything but a fast game. Right. Jeff and I were still at the age of, fuck, go extra innings. All night long. The, we'll hang out. This is great. And then afterwards, we'd go out a lot of times. and McGregors. Go out drinking with whoever. But we were. We were, we were yeah. as close to that circle as Loved you could it. possibly get. It was a great run for the Padres. Again, unfortunately, they didn't finish it off, but it doesn't even matter. We no. we, we have memories and friends still to this day. Still, when you, you run into a guy like Ashby or Finley yeah. that immediately goes back to 98 and stories, fun. and we've kept up with Trevor. It was it was a lot of fun. It's funny you said you don't know if, if we appreciated it. Honestly, at that point in my life, as I said, Jake was just born. I had my two boys. I remember saying to myself a lot, going is this as good as my life's going to get yeah, I I, I it said is. that for it was it, yeah. and I said it a lot and then there's there's one thing I remember when you and I would drive into KFMB from the direction I came you were coming from the north mm-hmm. okay I was coming from the south so I'd get off on Balboa mm-hmm. make a left turn before a convoy and take the back street into KFMB you know what I'm yeah, talking about right exactly where the the car place is yeah. now CarMax CarMax there's a street you pass right before you make to Engineer Road do you know the name of that street?
1: Uh, no, but I, I, know, I know which you one go, you mean.
0: Okay. The street is called Opportunity.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 it and is.
0: I, and I looked at it every time I'd stop oh, so and funny. I would go, man, right now <laughs> Jeff and I funny. are getting the opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. I, I said it every day. I go, it couldn't be a better street name because in life, all you want is an opportunity. Whether you're yeah. trying to make a team or trying to get a promotion in a job, you just want an opportunity. And that's how I always thought that this was our opportunity to make our way in San Diego.
1: Well, and for me growing up here, to be on KFMB. I mean, we yeah. talked about it with Ted a couple of weeks ago. That station was so impactful to me that to have that opportunity to go there, to work with guys like Dave Sniff and Tracy, but Stacey Taylor and Ted and Hank and Kev and all those guys, man.
0: Randy. Yeah.
1: Fuck. It was crazy. The whole
0: building was insane because yeah. Star was ridiculous, right? Right. Jagger and Christine. And then, Mark
1: Jagger's birthday yeah. yesterday there sent you him go. a message. I said, Hey Mark, happy birthday. Just remember if anybody calls to offer you free flowers, <laughs> make sure you send them to your wife. <laughs> uh, and,
0: then, yeah. and then he had the number one news station just going the right? hallway the other way. It was it was really an exciting, great time in our lives.
1: Yeah. And but but in this whole city. And Dave, I just think of look, man, I'll I'll tell you the truth. If you were a young guy coming in, I don't know anything about Jace Tingler. He seems like he'd be a nice yeah. enough guy. But I doubt you're gonna go to fucking bullies and have a beer with Jay Tingler. No. And and you know what? I don't blame him at all. The game has changed. There's too many concerns as
0: phones, um, everything. Yeah,
1: right? No. And in those days. Uh, it was a different time, man. Nobody was trying to fuck the, the other guy over. Right. You just were having fun. Uh, you protected friendships and relationships, and and you did your job. But, sorry, Dave, I, I just look at that team, and I look at what Tony Gwynn meant, right? I look yeah. at Steve Finley, and I'm sorry, man. They could be great guys. I don't know that you'd have the, the ability to have that kind of connection with Eric Hosmer. Maybe he would. Yeah. I, again, I right,
0: don't think. Right, Profar's
1: yeah. coming in. Tatis may be that guy. I don't know if you're going to have that kind of connection with Machado. Yeah. Tony Gwynn's a legit superstar. Trevor Hoffman, they're Hall of Famers, man.
0: Again, name another situation, Jeff, where you're going to be sitting in the manager's office just shooting the shit with the boats right after a game, and the GM comes in, and you know a roster move before the player knows the roster move. I saw it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: June 22nd. That's that not going
0: to happen now. Now yeah. everything is stepped to the podium. Right. No one's allowed to basically in the manager's office and sits there and sticks the mic in or saying, hey, off the record. Yeah. Off the record was the best sentence it of all was. time.
1: It was. And you better fucking respect it yeah. or you'll never get another exactly. one. Or, hey, here's for background. Yeah. And Towers would do it. Luquino would do it. Boach would do it. And you had to find a way you could use it. You just didn't hang out your source to dry. 100%. And that. Right. Even though we were young and we were fucking dumb fucks, um, we got that. Yeah. We were like, all right, cool. You can use it. It better not come back to me. They just showed us on TV. Where's your goddamn rewind? <laughs> <It's> so fun. <laughs> know, sorry. Wait. There's you. There, there you am. are. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What? The fuck it. <laughs> I got to tape that game tomorrow. That's funny. Because I just like showing my kids... Like, you know what? Before you two fuckers showed up, I had fun at night.
0: (laughs) I was at games and shit. I was on the field. I was in the dugout where the game was still going on. Not sitting
1: around watching Finding Dory. That bullshit. Thanks for wrecking my life. Get out of here. You're grounded. Uh, I'm going to watch that with those two dickheads tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. awesome. All right. Sorry. I'm cracking up laughing. Enjoy that. Uh, when you're watching it. But it it just was, Dave. And, yeah. and look, uh, Chargers are gone. Tomorrow should be such a great day, such an amazing day in this city because tomorrow would have been the day that the transition is made from Phillip Rivers, who we loved in this city, yeah. to who's coming next. And it would have been un believable it would have been the talk of the town every day because you let a guy go who loved this city and this city loved him and he should have been here to the end but now we don't really care because he was in El- respectfully yeah. to, to philip and instead they're not here they bring back the uniforms that we talked about that we knew they would do that I fucking told you in 2004 they were gonna do. Is Bill Johnston called to apologize? I doubt it. You should have
0: brought Bill on today. Yeah, hey Bill. We want a public apology right now. And <laughs> then hang up when he's done. Here to get out of here. Uh Where the fuck's my money,
1: Bill? From that Padre game? I know you're down there. <laughs> Kidding. Um, but what an amazing day it could have been. They yes. finally got the uniforms right yep including by the way if you looked at that thing that i put out yesterday that dave put out dude that uniform all the way to the right the navy one it's sweet it's really cool i don't like the numbers on the helmet oh i
0: like it yeah, I of like course it. you would i do be, a couple reasons why one but is i no, like the unis no one else has it the chargers had that here in san diego when they won in 63 yeah okay so i read the story on it because so many people when they sit there and they're making the comments there's a lot of anger obviously sure well, they take part of every uniform from 1960 all the way to last year is how, oh, how they did it. So okay. it goes all the way from the 1960 LA Chargers to the 60s Chargers to the 70s Chargers. They're different pieces of each one oh, okay. to show the history of the franchise. Yeah. The one on the, on the very end, the, the navy blue one, it's funny, that's the one uh, Colin Coward liked and some of the younger guys liked. Yeah, I thought I, they were cool. I, I And I listened to like Derwin James doing an interview and yeah. say which one he liked. He liked the yellow pants with the white jersey. Yeah. and. Look, you can say whatever you want. They won the uniform game in the NFL. All the new teams with their yeah, new uniforms. Yeah, yeah. The Chargers far and away won the uniform game.
1: I know. It's it, fucked, though. It was it almost be here.
0: Yeah, but it was almost like Dean's, I, I'll, I'll say, second to last fuck you to San Diego, right? And the only thing that would be the biggest fuck you is if he actually won a Super Bowl up there in L.A. That would be the ultimate fuck you. But that was a huge fuck you to San Diego Charger fans. Uh, fuck, we begged for these uniforms right. for 25 years, 26 well, years.
1: Oh I will say this. And I'm sorry I will say this. That was the ace up the sleeve that dean was holding. Yeah. And it would have happened here with the new stadium. The idea was from what I was told that yes, we will go back to them, but it's going to be our present back to everybody when we have the ribbon cutting on the new stadium. yeah, I'm not taking sides. We've done it. Nobody gives a shit. It's over. But had it been worked out, that would have been, I don't know if it would have been exactly those, but that was what they were saying, that there was always kind of an idea that it'll be a little different. We'll do this. We'll do that. Because you don't want to fucking play Freebird four songs into the night. You save it. And when you're getting ready to move and you're going into the downtown stadium where it should have been, then that would have been the uniforms coming here. So, yes, it is a fuck you to San Diego, but I, I'm i not a Dean fan, but I don't think it was intended that way. Yeah. I think he would have done the exact same thing had a stadium been built here. That was going to be the plan. That was going to be... The the grand finale, Fireworks. We have a stadium. We're moving into it just like they're going to do with SoFi. And as they move into the brand new fucking uh, King Stallman Stadium, <laughs> uh, that would have been like, hey, San Diego. And it would have been really, really interesting to see how the relationship yeah. would have changed between ownership in this city.
0: Couple things with you um, gave. I'm sorry, Dave. It
1: would have been you gave me what I wanted. Yeah. Let me give you back what you want. Exactly. But you didn't give it to me, yeah. so you can go in the back and sit on the fence post, <laughs> right up your ass, Mike Aguirre.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple things. One is you made a comment that tomorrow is going to be big, meaning the mm-hmm. draft. I think we're going to see an all-time ratings high for TV. Now, for, oh, yeah. ra- for radio, it couldn't possibly be worse.
1: Oh, my God. Disaster, right? No
0: one's in their fucking car and basically listen to shit on radio. Nope. Two is radio stations, especially sports stations, always have draft parties. Yeah. Some kind of restaurant. There's no moneymaker. Nope. There's no draft party. Nope. And you go for TV, it's, even though it's going to look weird yeah. and the production's not going to be what you would dream of, it is going to be incredible because we've all been waiting for something.
1: But I just, Dave, look, I'm really interested as a Raider fan and a Viking fan to see what both teams yeah. do because they both have two first-round picks. But they don't have a top-ten pick, and they're not picking a franchise-defining player, good or bad. Because you look at it, man, right? Right. Chargers drafted a quarterback at pick two in 98. It was Ryan Leaf, and you're still fucking, you bring up his name in this town, and you go, oh, boy.
0: Well, you and I go, oh, boy. Some people have given him a complete pass. Well. Which I don't understand. I'll be honest with you. I don't understand. He fucked this franchise.
1: He did, but I watched something with him relatively recently, and he finally looks to me like a guy who goes, man, you know what? I think he finally, Dave, has gotten it. I think he finally, there was a long time, including a few years back where you would hear him on local shows and you were like, these fuckers don't know anything because they weren't here in 98. They don't understand the impact that he had on this town and you're giving a free pass to a guy who doesn't deserve it. I would say at this point when he, I watched him talking about being on NFL live and talking about. Where he had been and really hitting rock bottom and realizing it, and being so thankful for his chance to um, get a second opportunity.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Jojo looks like he's eight.
1: He is eight. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Dave. That's the thing, man. It's what I. It's what we all say to our kids. Like, look, if you fuck up, just own it, admit it, and let's move on. That was my biggest problem with Leaf for a long time. I felt like his apologies were bullshit. It finally looks like he has a true appreciation for where he is today, and the only way you appreciate that is to realize how much of a fuck-up you were yesterday, and I think he does.
0: My feeling with him... Look, here's the deal. He cost you, obviously, a couple of years. He 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 made it so you needed a quarterback when you had to get a guy like Drew Brees, right? Yeah. You, you chased Doug Flutie, then you That's got true. Brees. forgetting about Brees. Yep. Then he ended up, well, obviously, with the Rivers. I mean, you're talking about years that it set a franchise back with his draft picks, maybe could have gone somewhere else if he was the player they thought he was going to be. He didn't just fuck up here. He fucked up a lot of places. Yeah. And then he fucked up stealing drugs and spending time in jail hey, I'm all for second chances. Not exactly sure I'm for third and fourth chances. But then when you see you're making a living in football, that's fine. My feeling is not here. Like, I really have zero interest in ever putting him on a show. Oh, yeah. no. And and it, 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 I understand he's a different human being than he was. And, look, I'm a different guy now than I was 20 years ago. So yeah. I I, under, I understand all that stuff. But there was a major fuck-up that basically affected a lot of people's lives.
1: Yeah, but I look at it and you go, uh, you talk about Drew – And I guess you can say, well, Drew was a second-round pick. So you go, all right.
0: But Drew's first. You still needed a quarterback in that situation. No, no,
1: but I'm saying why tomorrow would have been really, really interesting is where you go, man, the last two times when they've had a top-six pick and they needed a quarterback, 98, they got Ryan Leaf. 04, you got Rivers, right? Yeah. Through Eli. We're going to skip over. Uh, Drew, because Drew was, even though Drew's a fucking Hall of Famer, Drew's a second round pick. But you look at it and you go, okay, Rivers potentially Hall of Famer. Ryan Leaf is not. What do they do tomorrow? Do they get the pick right? And who's the guy? And just in San Diego, with everything going on, man, it would have been amazing. And like, I, I put the thing up about the uniforms yesterday. And it's so funny seeing these guys that are like the L.A. Charger fans come out and they start talking shit on social media. Hey, sorry you're so hurt. I'm like, fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Like, I'm not a Charger fan. I'm promoting the fact that I had something right 16 years ago and I can't let it go. But unlike Woods, I just mute the fucker and go on with my life. You don't have to drag it through our timeline so we have to sit there and watch 25 different fucking back and forths that nobody gives a shit about. I was just like, who's this cocksucker? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, pussy. Just mute him out. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome.
0: Oh, my gosh. By the way, you bring up Drew Brees. I was looking mm-hmm. through the Chargers' schedule because the, the Chargers, if if they don't go and get the quarterback they want, let, let's say is really the guy that probably sold tickets. I don't even know if Justin Herbert would be a guy that even sold tickets. A.J. Smith says, I'm not taking him. That's fine. You don't have a choice. I don't know if he knows, but he was fired. Yeah. A.J. doesn't have a choice. He says, I'm not taking the guy with a broken down hip. So, I'm looking at that home schedule for the Chargers, and it's really fucking bad. Like, there aren't teams you really want to see. Who do they got? Down. Give it to me. Okay. They have you know what's funny is on the side I just pulled up, it doesn't have them playing it, so if I has them playing still in Carson, it's all fucked up. This is FB schedules, okay? Okay. So you know they the guys obviously in the AFC West, same teams that they always face, okay? Yep. Then you have um you have the Patriots. Oh wow, remember when that game used to mean something? Yes, It used to mean something. Now you don't even have Brady to look at. You have the New York Jets. So you have Sam Darnold coming back. Oh. A lot of Jets fans. You have uh the Falcons. Oh boy! Again, you have the Carolina Panthers. Ah, uh, you have the Jacksonville Teddy Jaguars. Yep, you, and you have that's it. That's, that's it. Okay, so Tua may be with the Jaguars tomorrow. Tua could be with. I have a feeling the Jags are going are the team that is trying to tank to get Trevor Lawrence. That's just my guess. That they're the team that's going to look the whole. Let's bomb the season to get Trevor Lawrence. Mm. But it, so anyway, I'm, I'm looking through the schedule. The one team on the schedule. There's reason I brought it up was. They play the Saints in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Since Drew Brees was traded or or left and then ended up signing with the Saints, Uh Drew Brees has never played a regular season game against the Chargers in Southern California.
1: That's unbelievable. How does that happen? They
0: have fucked this thing up over and over again. And then at the same time, remember the whole Michael Vick, the Chargers trade the number one pick in the draft. Vick never played here in San Diego the entire time until he was a member of the Steelers. Wow. Wow. And you go, how does the NFL fuck this up? There's a story yeah. there. LT was a superstar. Yeah. Every kid had had Vic's jersey. To bring Vic back to San Diego would have been cool. I never understood how the NFL had fucked this thing up.
1: Don't get it. Don't know. Would have been uh, pretty wild. But anyways. Are you,
0: I mean, honestly, if you were a football fan and you're thinking, do I buy season tickets, will you buy for Jacksonville, Carolina, the Jets, the Falcons, um, the Patriots? No, and –
1: I'm really, really glad that I didn't invest money. And I had said I just wanted to go and watch NFL games. And whether I'd split it with you or anybody else, I really, I don't care about the Chargers, but it would have been fun to see the Raiders. Would have been fun to see Kansas City. At the time, you're thinking New England's worth seeing, right? But um, then that changed, and I was like, well, uh, unlike Walchef, I'm (laughs) – I have a heart. I have a soul. And I appreciate people in this town like Billy that back my brand, even though he's annoying as fuck tonight. And, uh, and I said, you know what? Because I'm a man of the people, I'm not going to do that. I'll probably go to one game and and you can all fuck off. I want to go. You want to see what
0: the stadium looks like, right? Right.
1: But I was like, there's a difference from going for one game and I'll probably I'll try to go see the Raider game. Um, But thank God, even can you imagine the Rams people that put all that money down and now looking where that team is and wondering, are they going to play one game? And do I get my money back? Do I do anything? Um, No, I don't have. I mean, Dave, I, I think what Garcetti says is worth paying attention to that they're not. Going to play sports in L.A. until 2021
0: at the earliest. That's amazing. That's yeah. really incredible. All right, I'm going to ask you, uh, what would you do in this mm-hmm. situation question, okay?
1: I won't hesitate in giving an answer. I don't shy I know. away from controversy. I, I know you will So, won't. hey, maybe you should go listen to fucking some other show. I am his name.
0: All right, here's a what would you do in this situation question. Happ- happened to me yesterday, but I want to know what you would have done. Mm-hmm. So every morning at 6 o'clock in the morning, I meet Sean. You just brought up Sean's name. Good Sean Waltraff from Kelly Comfort. Okay. I meet him at 6. He starts at 5. He goes for a run or whatever, and then he meets me to walk for about 5 miles. Well, he's never late. a matter of fact, he beats me every time to the corner I meet him at. Yeah. And 6 o'clock shows up. He's not there. Where is he? This is day 100 in a row that he has That's done this. That's amazing. It is. It's, That's it's, really it's great. amazing. And by the way, I only go Monday through Friday. He, he goes on Saturday yeah, and Sundays. Yeah, so, it, here it is, day 100, big day. Sean's not there. Now, I know one thing oh. about Sean. Sean goes to sleep like 12 o'clock at night, and he wakes up every day at 345 in the morning.
1: Yeah, he's like Gruden.
0: Yeah, he works his, and he works his ass off, and he has two little kids, and I know he doesn't sleep a lot. And I'm going, fuck, what do I do? So, now it's like 603, and I text him. You yeah. okay? Oh, yeah. It's good. Okay? Nothing, dude. Oh. So, now I don't know what to do. And I'm sitting there, and I'm going, okay, I'm going to start walking, and maybe I'll, I'll he'll catch up with me somewhere. No response. I'm looking at my phone just the entire time. Now I start freaking out, worst-case scenario. I'm thinking, Sean's dead. Sean's dead? Here we
1: go. Fuck. There so, goes that what,
0: free sandwich you've been cashing in on so, for
1: three years. So, <laughs> fuck, so, now i got to pay a meal.
0: So now I'm like, what do I do? So I, in my mind, this is what I did. I walked around everywhere Sean's ever taken a picture in the neighborhood, like he always does the sun, uh, rises, and I can't find him. I'm walking around for an hour, and I don't find him at all. And now I don't know what to do. You're I'm, a
1: real fucking encyclopedia okay. brown, solving the problem.
0: He completely did not. But I was afraid to go to his house, knock on the door, and ask his wife, is he alive? You know what I mean? I, wanna, yeah. I, I don't want to be that guy. I've done this. I hate yeah. to say it in my lifetime. I've been in that situation. It's terrible. Yeah. So what would you have done if you were me? Oh, I'd have just gone home. Then <laughs> what? Then what? And said if he's gone, he's gone. Would you have thought he was dead too? No. What the fuck's
1: the matter with you.
0: Because he he's always that guy. Not only is on time, he's early. Yeah. What, what uh, would he, seriously, what would you have done? I, I just told you you would really have been gone this. Home?
1: Hey, listen, asshole. There's fucking COVID nineteen going on. You told me be here at six. I'm here. You're not here. And oh, guess what? You didn't fucking return a text. And, oh, here's the other thing. Who's promoted your business more than me and Jeff the last four years? Nobody. So if you want me back here for these fucking hostage photos that we take every day, I want two fucking growlers. I want a Mai Tai. <laughs> I want a fucking margarita. You don't have to worry about a note of apology. I'm not that petty. But you leave that. We'll pick up tomorrow like nothing else happened. What's
0: fuck's the matter with you? Dude, he's never been late. This is day 100. Who misses day 100? This is I'm monumental. Sleepy. Well, at 7.30, I get a text. Yeah, dude, I'm, I slipped right through my alarm. Forgot to say There it. you go. He was fine. Thank goodness. Well, I come home and I tell my wife, hey, Sean didn't show up. She uh, goes, you gotta Sean's go. dead. You got to go call his wife. And I go, I don't have his wife's number. She goes, go to the house right now and knock on the door. I go, no, I don't want to knock on the door. I was afraid to knock God. on the door. Boy, you're an intrusive little shit. Well, dude, I didn't know if he was alive. I didn't know he's not sleeping. I know he's working his ass off seven days a week. Yeah, he. What do you have? What do you have thought? He just overslept. What do yes. you have thought? Oh fuck!
1: I would have come back.
0: He's not that guy. He's not the oversleep guy. I guess he was. I would have opened up the garage,
1: <laughs> called Sugar out. Would have gone home. Yeah. I would have gone home. <laughs> Dad, fuck! I guess we're not going today. Guess I got up for no fucking reason. Could have got up at eight, but Sleepy Sean over there, wee 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 just fucking counting sheep over there. Whatever, asshole. Yeah, and I fucking I write my demand note. Listen, what do you write? What do you write? I just told you. Listen, dude, you need backup because these coyotes that you're filming <laughs> crossing the street—they're not your friend. Okay, it's not Old Yeller. That's not Big Dan and Little Ann from where the red fern grows. You dick. So two fucking growlers here, and and then we'll just act like this didn't happen.
0: We're gonna act like this happened. All right, here's another question for you. Okay, maybe I should have given you a heads up on this one. Can you list, because you travel a lot and you uh-huh. get in the car a lot and you go around and you show your kids cool stuff all the time, mm-hmm. what are the five man-made things that you enjoy looking at? How, how the fuck would I know? Because you just mentioned you do the Canada deal. I'm sure there's something in Montreal that's Supposed that to be there out. a week from today. You've been to London. Oh, yeah. You've been to, you've been to LA. You've been to New York. You've been mm. to San Francisco. You've been to Chicago. What are the I five like man-made things that you go, I could look at this for a long time. Um Lisa Ann? Okay, well she's not man made exactly, kind of.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one.
0: I like that. Um so it's funny. I am a little bummed. Like are there certain things you'll go to Google and just look, go to images and, and look at it from different angles? No. Okay.
1: Um but I but I'm not I'm not making okay. fun of people who do. I just don't because I like being there. But a week from today I was scheduled to be on a flight to Toronto. Yeah, And it's just, man, I, I was saying to our agent, Heather, the other day, I said, you know, Heather, it's a funny time in my life, man. New York City for the last 25 years has been my favorite place in the world, but it's been replaced. It's been replaced by Toronto. And uh, Chicago to me chicago the two towers okay. the the hancock building and the sears tower in chicago i i dig those man because and it's the the cn tower yeah in toronto is the same thing because um i'm trying to think from a san diego standpoint look i I'll say this man uh somebody said this the other day on social media i wish I, i'd give full credit who it is if, if i could remember um Man, there's a feeling when you walk into Petco Park, right? Yeah. That that you just don't get in certain places. So, I mean, it's kind of dopey, right? Where you go, I talked about the Hancock and the Sears Tower in Chicago. Wrigley Field, man. Like when you walked into, a friend of mine in Chicago posted this gorgeous picture that was taken from a drone. And it's taken from back by Murphy's where it's the old school yeah. Chicago Cubs sign. Not the one you see in the front which is the red sign, but it's the old one in the back right above that uh, Harry Carey statue. And it's that old blue with the Cubs. Dave, somebody took a drone and it went up and it's right at sunset. So the red glow, I'm not a Cubs fan. I just yeah. love that part of town. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And she said, oh man, it's my favorite place. And you go, fuck, I get that, right? I yeah. get that. But, um, but for me, just, yeah, I think what, Like I said, I've said a bunch of times. The first time I went to Toronto, it was in a really, really fucking bad place. Just Jake had just passed away. Um, There were a lot of things going on, just fucking trying to sort shit out. I went there. I'd never been there. I didn't really want to go. I kind of wanted to stay here because you just wanted to be here for you, for Rita, for Josh, and and kind of for myself. I felt like, fuck, you got to grieve as a family because I go, I'm already fucked up. And now I'm going someplace I've never been with a handful of guys that are buddies, but they're casual buddies. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't want, really want to go. And like I said, it was such an impactful trip. Um, somebody really important came into my life on that trip. And I get to my favorite place. And I'm supposed to be there. Like, that's the thing yeah. that sucks is I go twice a year and it's supposed to be a week from, uh, tonight. And Dave, there's just, uh, I don't know what any of the freeways are, but but we stay north in a city called Mississauga, which would be kind of the equivalent from Oceanside to downtown San Diego. So you're not in the heart of the city. But I do it every time. Buddy of mine, Connor, was going on this trip. He's never been there. And we get fucking checked in hotel and you get in the fucking lift and it's we're going into the city. And it's just you go to Social Bank, you have a couple beers, you get dinner, you hang out. Right. And you go. But there's a certain point that when you're on the freeway or the CN Tower, you see it and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, we're back. It's the same thing that happens in Chicago where you come and there's a certain point. We stay out in uh, Rosemont. Yeah. Out by O'Hare. And there's a certain spot, again, whatever that freeway is, people from Chicago would know it. That when you're coming down from Rosemont, there's a certain spot. And if you're doing it right at night, man, you go, fuck, there's the Sears Tower. There's the Hancock building. Fuck, I'm back in Chicago. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm back in Chicago. And and it's great. Or New York City, man. That's the way it was for me in New York when you would come in because I would stay up in New Rochelle. And when you came in from New Rochelle, it was the same thing when you saw the towers, and especially at night because the towers were lit. and You were like, oh, fuck yeah i'm back in new york city shit's about to get real so um but man you know what dave just locally petco park uh coronado bridge dude gives me chills i i took a picture i think i put it up on instagram um i went to coronado about two weeks ago and i was coming across the bridge and i was the only guy on that was the bridge. crazy. and i stopped and took a picture yeah um I don't know, but I, I mean, I'm sure there's much better answers, right? Somebody no, well, could no, say Mount a, Rushmore. No, no,
0: no, no. It's all, it's all you. That's what I'm saying. I, I Just you, man made things that you've seen in your life. Like, there are certain things I've seen where I'll stand there much longer, or I'll even. Do you know do the th-
1: Baseball Hall of Fame? Never like, been
0: to the Baseball Hall of Fame.
1: Like, they're showing that with Trevor right yeah, now.
0: Exactly. Now, for 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 me, I was just thinking about it because I was in L.A. last week and yeah. saw the Hollywood sign. I love that. Oh, yeah, I, I think yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty Yeah, that's a great cool. one. But for me, the the top five that stood out was, okay. and it's weird that two of them are New York, or three of them are New York for me, are yeah. the Empire State Building. Okay. Uh, just, just the history of it. Right. Hearing stories when I was a little kid. I remember Did you go it, up to the top? Went up to the top. Fun, right? And uh, it, was, it was still warm down below, but up top was cold. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tell you, if you ever go, go right before it's about to close because there's no line.
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: And uh, it's, uh, it, it's incredible. But uh, Empire State Building- Brooklyn yeah. Bridge
1: oh, was awesome.
0: It. Walking across the Brooklyn Bridge was one of my favorite things I've ever done. Um, And Yankee Stadium was really cool oh, in, like in, in New York. Just yeah. standing outside and looking at the history and the, and the architecture. And I understand the old Yankee Stadium is not sure. there, but it was pretty cool. And the other, the other couple that I had in there were the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, I like that. And uh, for me as a baseball fan, Dodger Stadium. Oh and, yeah, that's and great so but but I would again I probably should have asked you this morning. Hey, when, just think about it during the day. But you've you've traveled more than me. You didn't mention yeah. anything really about London. And no. so I was just curious to know, man-made things that you've seen in your lifetime where you go man, I that, mean, that, that 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 brings back either memories or you're impressed by the the architecture or just the what it means to you inside.
1: Well, when I was about I don't think I had turned 19 I may have just turned 19. I'm trying to think how old I was. Yeah, I guess I was 19. I just uh, I moved to London. Yeah. And my buddy Mike Paoli came over from Minneapolis, and we went out for six weeks on the trains. So, yeah, I mean, when you think about in Paris being able to be at the Eiffel Tower when you're fucking not even 21, right? Yeah. You're standing at the base, and then you go up to the top, and there's this great... Um, Is there a big line? I don't feel like it took us – I mean, we were there in March, so I I don't feel like it was crazy. Probably much different in the summer, but I don't feel like we waited that long. Um, But it was really, really cool when you go up to the top and all of a sudden you see this sign that says Thomas Edison was like 70 years old and old man Eiffel was like 70 and they were already at the top, but then they went they climbed this ladder, yeah, that was like seventeen steps, and they went up to a higher area just to hang out. You go shit that's that's pretty great, but I remember with my buddy Paoli
0: any signs with Superman Two nothing
1: no signs of Superman Two. <laughs> I'm the only guy who liked uh whatever the fucking I think it was like rush hour three, yeah with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker because they do that thing at the end where they jump off. Well, now you watch it, on, like in the movie theater, you could kind of suspend belief. Now you watch it when it shows up on TNT, you're like, oh God, that's bad. (laughs) Um, But I do remember being 19 and being in the Louvre and when you're standing in front of Venus de Milo or you're standing in front of fucking the Mona Lisa, like uh, Mike and I were like, dude, there's got to be people that deserve this better than us, right? You're at the Arc de Triomphe. You're at Notre Dame. I was in fucking Notre Dame. Um, Yeah, all that shit. I mean, those are all, yeah, those are all crazy. But, I mean, respectfully, I know people right now are going to gasp and cancel their Patreon subscription. (laughs) But but I'm thrilled that I had the opportunity to do it. But I have reached a point right now, this is like so stupid, I'm going to say it, but it's true. I'm at a point right now where I drive the 8 a lot and I drive the 15 a lot to go see my kids. And I go by Qualcomm Stadium. And I cannot help but look at that place yeah. because we know, man, it's on borrowed time, right? Yep. That is old yeller. That fucking building's about to be taken behind the barn real quick. yep. And we watched it tonight, man. You watched 98, but I was... On the field for the Chargers, right, uh, when they came back from Pittsburgh. I was there covering that and all the different shit that we've seen in that place, whether it's concerts or sports. One of my favorite memories in there uh, was a random game, just a random weekday game, sitting in the back row, bullshitting with Katie Temple. Yeah. And uh, nobody's fucking there, right? And John Dever, who was Geffner's media relations assistant, gets on the mic and announces uh, tonight's attendance twenty nine thousand five hundred and Katie and I are talking, and as soon as he says twenty-nine Katie just goes, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You got the funniest fucking night. And dude, every time I'm sitting in there, I just flash back because we're just sitting there, right? She sit like a chick does, like on her knee. Yeah,
0: 10 feet away from where he's actually talking.
1: Uh, tonight's attendance, 29. 29- Bullshit! <laughs> You're like, the fuck? What? You have the unders? Like, calm down, hothead. Funniest shit ever. But just, yeah, man, like you said, so. Uh, sports arena dude when I go by yeah. the sports arena flashing back to Dick Calvert Tim Lotta telling me while we're doing a TV game for, for San Diego Sports Network hey tell Dick he's not giving the score enough fuck you I'm not telling him that do it and I hear nine guys in the back were all on yeah. these headsets. ah, ah, ah. <laughs> leave your mic open when you do it <laughs> fuck <laughs> do it or you're fired uh, hey, uh, JD, how's the game going? Uh, Dick, uh, need you to give the score a few more times, buddy. Who the fucking said that? <laughs> Listen, I've been doing this shit for twenty-five years, Dick. Ten seconds, stand by. I don't fucking care. Don't ever fucking tell me. And I know it's not you. You tell three, two, hi, everybody, welcome back, Dick <laughs> Calvert, here at the <laughs> arena, like, and I just hear in my ear, woo. <laughs> I'm like, dude, right? Every time I'm in that building. I oh, that walk. great. I walk by the well, which is right above uh, uh, Loge 1. Yeah. And that's where Dick and I would sit doing stats for those soccer games. That's so great. And it's just, oh, fuck, I met my wife in that building, yeah. right? I mean, uh, my friend Manny Gomes and everything else. So, yeah, I mean... I'm sorry, I mean, Mount Rushmore and those don't really have it for me. I just I look at things that have had personal yeah. impacts on my life. It's funny, the form was almost on my list. That's yeah. why I asked my wife to marry yeah. me. I was there and right. just saw
0: it the other day. Yeah, I was thinking the same the same thing. But yeah, again, I probably should have given you a little bit more time to think about it. But, but I if will you think you, about it, as your kids grow up, you kind of yeah. wonder, what are they seeing that is going to stay in their head?
1: This is the funny thing, though. You know what's funny? Um, I see this place a lot, too, and it makes zero impact on me. And the funny thing is, I had a wonderful time there. I get no emotion going by San Diego.
0: Oh yeah, I, I understand what you said. I had a great time. Yeah,
1: I during those four years, man, I loved it. I mean, my senior year was a little different, but like I, I didn't have, I don't remember having bad days at San Diego, but I, I don't drive by and go, oh man, that's where I fucking got a D minus in geometry. <laughs> right a great friends yeah buddies i'm still for i don't think any of us uh, my buddy tim griffin listens to this he lives in nancy's i guarantee you griff doesn't fucking drive by that place and go. Oh, you, yeah fuck it. it was fun but we all moved on yeah but yeah
0: that, that, that that's funny i always think about that about high school it's only four years of your life but for some reason you remember those four years and four some people, it's a great four years, and for the majority of people, it wasn't a great four years. You know, for for you yeah. and I, you, you probably more on even the, the social part. Uh-huh. Well, you're goddamn entrepreneur making pot pipes.
1: Fuck yeah, I was running a business.
0: But for for me, I, you know, I, I I was kind of more involved in, in sports, not so much the social part. Just the kind of school I went to. Yeah. It wasn't your, it wasn't your TV high school. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Um, but, but for me, it was four years and out. I mean, there's has got very few people I talked to from high school.
1: Um, but now with coaching, if you find yourself on the field at Eastlake high school and you go, or if you find yourself on the campus of Eastlake, right? Because Josh played quarterback yeah. there. He played baseball there. The whole thing.
0: I coached there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 When, when you go back on that campus, you guys were just in L.A. Did you have any interest in driving by your high school?
0: Um, it, when we've driven by it, because it's right next to the 110, you can see it from the from the freeway. You know, you okay. just look down on it. I'll always say there's there's my school, but we've never once pulled up on the campus. You know what I mean? We're just when you pass through it, you look over because you know I spent three years there, kind of a deal. Yeah. Josh went to that TV high school. say High School was right. not that TV high school, that Torrey Pines type high school. You know what I mean? My high school was not like that at all
1: but when you walk on the campus of East Lake are you flooded with memories do you stop a little bit and go holy shit man i i remember this or that because yeah there there are there, yeah. there
0: you know it was, it was a good time for especially for for Josh you know Josh yeah. enjoyed high school more than Jake did but it was yeah absolutely and in coaching i mean yeah it's funny right now as i coach at benita which is the rival of Eastlake, which uh-huh. was really weird putting on benita stuff after all those years um I, I, and the reason i try and do this when, when i coach the kids i always tell them from the day one when we meet this is what i say look if you have a, a ability i'm gonna do the best i can to help mm-hmm. you get drafted get a scholarship we want to win a cif but the worst case scenario for everybody on this team we're gonna try and leave here with good childhood memories. Love it. That's our Love worst it. worst worst possible thing. Right. Everybody will leave here with good childhood memories. Yeah. And that's what you want. You don't want kids to leave, especially the yeah. kids that, that got ripped off out of their senior year this year. Oh fuck. They don't get yeah. a chance to Terrible. go to prom graduation, all that stuff, so finish their high school season. That the time we were together, they had a great time.
1: Hey Dave, for the guys and I don't know if this happens anymore. The guys that were seniors, would they have gotten their uniform, or is it because of budget constraints? Those stay in house until they're fucking worn out.
0: Uh, no budget constraints. This is what we did tell the kids though. For all the seniors, we give them the opportunity to buy it at cost.
1: Oh, that's cool. And
0: I think uh, we had we had some we had twelve seniors I think this year. Six of them have I've bought them that I know for sure. What's
1: cost on those?
0: Um, man, you're looking at close to two hundred dollars, if not fuck? a little more. Yeah, man, it, it's expensive. You have a home and away. and yeah. they want to buy the set, and they say, "Yeah, of course, we'll we'll sell it to you at cost, and then we'll just buy the number next yeah. year for whatever." But it, it was one of those where well, we didn't have that. When Josh left East Lake, they framed his jersey and yeah, gave it to cool. us. That was fine. Um, but at Benito, we haven't we haven't done that yet. We haven't we, we've had a couple of really good players with one kid that's supposed to get drafted coming up. But we, uh, it doesn't matter if you were a drafty player or if you play, got two at-bats, we would still like to do that. You know, you yeah. want to give them something. Yeah. We take care of them at the banquet. But right now, because nice. of budget constraints, we don't have the money to give uniforms away.
1: No, but, but that's what I was wondering. Like, can a kid walk with that? It's funny why I asked you about that is I really have no feelings about San Diego. But when I go by my kid's elementary school, Everything flashes back. And, yeah. and I was saying, we told this story a couple of weeks ago, that when my kids were in kindergarten, we had just left 1090. And I was saying this to Jack and Kate the other night. Uh, and I remember dropping them off and just feeling like, I don't want to be this guy, right? I feel like fucking unemployed or whatever. And our final show was a Friday. The following Friday, I dropped them off. Grumbling, walking in, and that was the day of Sandy Hook. But I just, it felt like that because my sons were four and all the kids that were impacted in that were five, six, and seven, but they yep. were all little dudes like my sons, that I immediately got my shit together. And I had such a connection as a parent with the teachers, um, like on Facebook, right? Their kindergarten teacher, second grade teacher, fourth grade teacher, Um, and a couple others are friends on Facebook. And when I go by that school, they had t-ball practice on that field. They had a golf class on this backfield, right? They had all this different shit, uh, Halloween parades, right? Or fall festivals, right? Everybody remembers when you had to do that shit or they have a peace circle where they'd get a praise note, different things. And those are the things that when you go by like that school, I don't. I'm not really involved at the middle school. Yeah. So it's just different, right? Because yeah. you're seventh grade. And they're doing their own shit. Um. But yeah, I feel like when you go by, it's much more impactful to see your kid's school than it was seeing your own school, right?
0: Yeah. It's because you're you're you, you worry more. I think yeah. That's what it is. You just worry more. Yeah. And it's uh, you enjoy it, it more. You, you get a chance because to enjoy you watch it them more. grow. Yeah. And,
1: and I'm incredibly thankful to all the people there that helped them grow. And yeah. loved them. Man. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, Dave. We were so lucky in La Mesa to have them go to Rolando, where you genuinely knew the teachers loved your kids. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, because at San Diego, they didn't give a
0: fuck. I hope the one. <laughs> I hope the one thing that comes out of this whole coronavirus is that people have a better appreciation for these teachers. Yeah. You know, because you've seen these parents on Facebook lose their mind every damn day. And (laughs) and those are kids they love the most, you know. I hope the video store comes back. (laughs) Video library. Bring it back. All right. Before we get to stay or goes, uh, I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is a guy you'd need to talk to. If you haven't made this call already, you're making a major mistake. It seems like I find out something on a, really every other day yeah. on, on what's happening through finances and what's, ha- what's going to go on and how it's going to affect the rest of your life, you need to call Dan. Right now, if you have any questions at all of what's happening with the money you have, the money that you could be getting, you need to talk to Dan and figure out what's going on and exactly how you can make your life a little bit more secure. Dan's number is eight five eight six eight eight six eight one three eight five eight six eight eight six eight one three.
1: 858-688-6813. Well, everything was good, and I was fine. Zeroed out. Yay for me. And then uh, boredom kicked in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Boredom kicked in. So then you order. uh, You know what I need? I need a couple of things of shampoo. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Can't go to CVS. Take a chance. Risking somebody getting sick. Uh, You know what? Fuck. The LA Kings are on TV. I wonder if... uh, if i could get my sons anything from the kings from stadium series all oh, those zip hoodies are on sale now shit they were 140 <laughs> at the game what are they now 80 well goddamn i'm saving 60 bucks a piece what's 80 times three Two forty. oh shit 29 dollars for shipping they'll be here in august when it's 105 <laughs> fuck yeah put that on the credit card and then uh uh
0: what the fuck was
1: the next one?
0: Oh, today the king starter jacket i mean the starter jacket from the padres not yet
1: but that's probably coming and then today
0: my buddy boom
1: real asshole sends me a message hey man should jump on the kings website they're doing a huge sale from the la team store raising money for covid-19 oh that's interesting that's a great thing oh it's weird how i'm just out another 110 bucks cuz i just <laughs> bought two clipper jerseys <laughs> shit <laughs> I shake in my flip-flops knowing I got to look at that Capital One balance.
0: It's terrible. You literally just yelled at me two weeks ago for going on Amazon. Oh, by yeah. the way, yeah, my friend Boom
1: is a mailman in Long Beach. Now, I will tell you this. This is a kid who grew up in Encinitas. He now delivers the mail in Long Beach. They abused the shit out of my buddy. Every day. They're yelling at him. And it feels like he's in the neighborhood from Friday. Yeah. And he drives and he says on Friday, he goes, Yeah, I haven't been on this route for like ten years. I go, Hey, that must be nice. People bake you cookies on your birthday. He goes, What? You yeah, got your fucking mind? He goes, Here's what happens every Friday. <laughs> Where's my check? He goes, Nobody says shit. And if the if the uh checks are behind or anything's delayed then i'm the guy who cashed their check (laughs) dude i tell you what if you have a buddy who's a mailman the mailman will tell you the mark uh mark and la mesa my
0: grandfather was a mailman
1: yeah but dude you deliver the mail in the inner city holy shit the stories are fall over funny so i checked in on him today i go hey man how you doing because you're out there on the front lines he goes, hey, can you give a little message on the podcast? Can you maybe tell everybody, calm the fuck down on Amazon? He goes, Jesus Christ, it's worse than Christmas. Goes, fuck, every day I go out and load up my truck. And he goes, what the hell day is it, December 21st? He goes, nobody's saving any
0: money. No. So, I'm trying uh, to help the economy. Yeah. So for my buddy
1: Boone, uh, please stop spending so much money. And stop cashing other people's checks.
0: Yes, please next guy you want to call is brian curry brian curry is the guy can help you out with real estate right now on a daily basis you're seeing what's happening with this real estate market is it helping the housing prices is it decreasing the housing prices what neighborhood do you want to live in all the questions brian curry can answer he's the guy you've got a message from him today that's extremely helpful 619-251-1588 619-251-1588
1: david is so important and especially look i say this and, and one of the things that I think you can trust Brian on is I go into it, right? And maybe you're like me and you're a little narrow-minded. You go, well, I really want to be in La Mesa. I'd like to be somewhere near the village or somewhere by Helix High School. So if my kids get, up, get out, they can come by. But then guess what? My kids are at Helix High School for four years, and then they're going to move on and go to college and then do something. And I'm going to be sitting there for the next 26 years with a bunch of fucking assholes, toilet paper in my house. (laughs) So that's when you go to Brian and you go, hey, look, I want to be close to my kids, but I don't want to be anywhere near that fucking high school. Where can I go? And he's going to know. You're going to find the right house that fits in the budget, fits for what you're looking for. And most importantly, when you get the key, it's going to be the greatest day of your life.
0: Taylor May Pools, that perfect pool for you is just around the corner. As we told you earlier in the week, you're going to see record temperatures. It's going to get into the 90s. It's going to be extremely warm. Today was a great day to jump in that pool. Yep. Alan Taylor is your guy for Taylor May Pools. That perfect pool for you is just around the corner. All you have to do is call Alan and see what would it cost, what it's going to look like. He's going to walk you through the entire process with the 3D virtual tours. 619-449-4452, 619 619- Four four nine four four five two. Well, these hand sanitizer
1: deals sold out. I told you on Sunday night, the first forty people to order a pool, we're going to get the tailor-made pool, not filled with chlorine and water, but instead filled with ninety-nine point nine percent antibacterial hand sanitizer. They're all gone. <laughs> we sold them out. I called Alan today. I said, "Please extend it for another twenty pools." He said, "Jeff, I can't."
0: If I could, I would,
1: but I can't And I said, God damn it. <laughs> but we have a new deal for you tonight. Listen.
0: If you order a pool from Taylor-made pool, Dave, give the number. Hold on a second. I'm firing a dip in as Jesus you're sitting here talking. Christ. I thought my part was done. No, give it 619 449 4452. 619 449 4452. The
1: first 11 people that call that number and order a pool, you will not get a standard square pool. You won't get a standard rectangle pool. At no additional cost, your pool will be the silhouette of the great Latin star Charo. I love it. You only get that one place. You only get that one place, Taylor made pool. Don't try to fucking sandbag him and say, hey, I want the Charo slash hand sanitizer deal, Alan. Wink, wink. It ain't going to work. Not Alan's first hockey game. <laughs> That's it. Call him. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent
0: you. Also, that website for you right now to help your business grow, make it pop. Look, we love our website. You can go to com. You can go to jakesprojects.org. Kyle Pfluger has done both of them for us. Right now, you can go to our website. If you click on blogs, you can see exactly what I picked for the NFL draft. If you can beat me, I told you, I'll send you a David Jeff t-shirt. Tomorrow's your last chance. I'll tell you what, up until the the first pick, tomorrow's your last chance. 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Dave, the best
1: website that we've created yet is the easiest one, and I feel embarrassed to say we haven't thought of this. Kyle and I tonight were in very intensive meetings, even though we're 10 feet apart from each other and coming to your computer soon. It's a simple one. One we can all participate in people. I hate.com. <laughs> yes. People. I com. Now I know who Steve Woods is going to put on there. Two fucking people.
0: And I don't like his attitude. He's too sensitive. <laughs> he just writes after our show, first thing in the morning, Walking down the stairs, looking at Twitter. Eat shit. That's all it says. <laughs>
1: he wrote, I don't know why I laugh at this. I don't even know why that guy talks to us. It's, a, it's amazing he talks to us. David, and I just fuck with him all the time. He's the greatest guy in the world. He said the other day, I don't know why this fucking struck me so funny. He goes, you know what? When this shit's all over, I'm gonna kick you both right. In the- <laughs> and then I'll tell you this, Steve, you asshole. It's a message directly to Steve Woods. I got the nicest text message from a guy on your show. Yeah. Not gonna mention names, but his name looks very close to the way you spell Raul. Second letter A, third letter U, fourth letter L. Who said I gotta tell you, my wife and I sit here and we listen to this and we laugh and laugh when you kick the shit out of Steve Woods. <laughs> hey, before you worry about what's going on in this house, Woods, clean up your own. The fucking train wreck over there, shithead. <laughs> Did you see? I was up late last night. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking asshole. I almost texted him. He goes, well, this is great. Wide awake, thanks to a screaming baby. Like 1230 last night. Ah, 312. His fucking alarm set for like 312. I almost texted him. Like, are you just intentionally a dick? (laughs) Like, why 312? (laughs) It's very meaningful to me. It was the birthday of fucking Dwayne Allman. (laughs) 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 But I was like. Oh, this fucker. Because you've been there, man. Oh,
0: yeah. We all We've have. been there
1: with the kids. Shit. My kids. Oh, when you It's do
0: weird it. when it's like one in the morning and you know your whole day is already fucked. fucked. The whole You're, day. He knew. <laughs> yeah. He knew
1: right then. He was fucked. And I was going to text him and go, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'd like to stay up and talk you through it. But I got to be to work at eight. <laughs> and my work's about four feet to my left. So I'm going to crash out. But I, I read that. Oh,
0: shit. That fucking kid's such an idiot. Oh, that's funny. As shit. All right. Here we go. Got All two right, more go. things for you. April 22nd. Here we go. We're looking at uh, looking at famous birthdays. Okay. How old are they? How much are they worth? We're going to start with the Marshawn Lynch. Oh, shit. I'll get this one wrong. 33. 34. All right.
1: How much is he worth? Dude, I think he made some money. I'm going to say
0: $20 million. $30 million. Good for him. All right, here we go. R- Willie Robertson. Do you know who he is? No. From Duck Dynasty? Do you ever see Duck Dynasty? Never. never okay. seen Okay. 70- well, you know the story of the, the show, right? How these guys made these duck calls. Yeah, The whole yeah, family, yeah. and they're loaded, have their own 60. TV show. Right, you wouldn't know. So he's 48 years old. His dad used to, was Terry Bradshaw's like backup quarterback in college. Like, him and Bradshaw are super close. Mm. Live in Louisiana. Uh, well, $50 million. $20 million. All right jack nicholson you ever hear of him
1: yeah i've heard of him um i think he's older than we want to admit i'm gonna say he's 77
0: older i'm gonna try again i'll tell you he's in his 80s is he really 82 83 fuck how much is he worth here's the big question more than i thought which is good for him we're all jack fans 100 million 400 million dollars really yep
1: fucking Laker tickets,
0: What's your, man. I know. I the first thing through my mind was, man, he's going to afford these the rest of his life. Yeah. What's your favorite Jack Nicholson movie? Oh, oh, I like that
1: call a lot. Oh, fuck. What's my favorite Nicholson movie? Huh? Not The Shining. No, it's not, The Shining scared the shit out of me as a kid.
0: I was like, I was young when they used to run those commercials. I scared the fuck out of me.
1: I've always heard that Chinatown's great. I've never watched Chinatown. Um, I mean, A Few Good Men was so good. You know, dude, I'll tell you what. I, I didn't, like, this movie came on, um, and I was like, this movie's just shit, right? You ever <laughs> seen Terms
0: of Endearment? I have seen Terms of Endearment.
1: Uh, oh, dude, like Shirley MacLaine. Do you cry? I cried because I was so fucking <laughs> bored. Shirley MacLaine just, oh, I to when me.
0: The, when she when she, her daughter died. Spoiler <laughs> alert, sorry.
1: Oh, uh, What? <laughs> Jeff Daniels is a big bitch it's in that movie. It's weird that Jeff Daniels is in that movie when he's in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Jeff Daniels is great. <laughs> but, dude, Nicholson's so cool in that movie.
0: He is cool in that movie.
1: Um, What's my it's favorite? It's funny. I thought
0: for sure you'd say the movie I'm going to get to. But you just aren't thinking about it. Yeah, what are you going to say? The Departed.
1: Oh, dude. He was fucking great. In, oh, he's great in that.
0: Uh, I, I had dinner with Jack once by accident. We're at a Laker game, and he yeah. came to eat in the media room. So he's actually a little bit closer than you are. You and I are right now. We're right across each other, almost sitting at a table. It's like a school cafeteria table. Yep. And I was so fucking intimidated having right. him sit right across from me because he's he, not only is he Jack, but he has those eyes that are dude. piercing. Right. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, oh, you know what, Dave? It's a it's a crazy fucking movie, but dude, he's so good in it. Cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Like that movie gives you. Dude, he's so fucking great in that movie. I got to think about other movies, man. It's like, I don't know why I'm just mind You ever planking. see Easy Rider? It I sucked. didn't. It's a
0: horrible movie.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Uh, even though, and it's funny, I would have at some point in my life figured I would have watched shit. it. Yeah, One yeah.
0: time you got to watch it and then you're going to tell me the same thing. This is horseshit.
1: Peter Fonda, Dennis
0: Hopper. It's all horseshit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's terrible. Dude, I got to think about other things that... I mean, he, he went through a stretch like De Niro did, right? Yeah. Where he made so many shitty movies in a row.
0: Like what was, was he it? in The Postman? Wasn't that terrible?
1: I never saw okay. that, but he was in that movie with Greg Kinnear where Greg Kinnear was the gay guy and Nicholson was like the stereotypical guy that, you know, don't talk to gay guys. And then big shock, Greg Kinnear gets the shit beat out of him. Right? <laughs> And he just doesn't want to be put up with any shit, and then I they become think friends. Your, your
0: older brother reminds me of Greg Kinnear. Yeah, he needs to get this shit beat out of him too. Um
1: yeah, probably. Dude, there's it's funny. I hadn't I hadn't thought about Nicholson Departed's Departed's fucking
0: God, he's so good. He is Yeah, he's, he's outstanding. Did All we right. guess what we told you the money? Okay. Glenn Campbell, not alive anymore.
1: Fucking uh the Wichita lineman.
0: Uh 1936 is when he was born. All
1: right. Well, fuck it. I guess so he would have been 84?
0: Would have been 84.
1: Dude, that documentary, um, probably on Netflix. Yeah. About the last couple of years of his life when he realizes, I think he passed away from Alzheimer's, yeah. and he realizes that he's getting it, he's going on tour with his son and his daughter, and then he slowly slips away. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, man, that um, I think it's called The Wrecking Crew. And they were the guys that played on all the Phil Spector and all that shit, right? Yeah. And um, Glenn Campbell, dude, was like this insane guitar player. And there's uh, uh, God dang, I can't think of the song right now. But he does this song, and there's this really cool video that I've seen... Dave, you'll appreciate it as a kid from Nashville. They used to have this show, um, where all these country legends, like legends would be in the same room kind of just hanging out, bullshitting
0: Ralph Embry. Yep. Ralph telling stories. It's so funny. You knew Ralph, I didn't know if you knew what Ralph Emery was. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and they, they throw to Glenn Campbell and he sings this song like this legendary song of his. And, um, God, I can hear it in my head, but I can't think of what the song is. Anyways, they all just watch him, and he sings, and then he plays guitar. And it's like, it's so fucking cool. Like, he's just on fire. Like, man, you look at that dude's life when uh, I remember as a kid. God, he was fucked up and coke and alcohol and shit with Tanya Tucker. (laughs) Right? He was a fucking wreck, dude. He was Woods before his time. Fucking Woods was Luke Bryan compared to Glen Campbell. (laughs) And uh, yeah, but dude, he was uh, that documentary really, really sad because you watch him yeah. just fucking like slip away.
0: And how much he, money do you think he had?
1: Fuck, man. I, I don't know. Like it's always how many, how much should he write everything? Yeah. I'll say uh, 21 million. 1.2
0: million. Come on. That's bullshit. That's what bullshit. it says. What says. Maybe he gave a lot of it to the church. Remember he found Jesus. He did. Where'd he find him? Uh, well, dude, go ahead.
1: It just uh I, I had a Facebook memory the other day and it said I was at the park with my kids. Yeah. Some random guy. And I go, Hey, how's your day going? And the guy goes, You know what? Let me tell you something. God is good. And I go, "Why? Well, I didn't know it was up for debate. <laughs> thanks for letting me know.
0: <laughs> and, uh, guy,
1: he, didn't, he didn't like it at all. <laughs> he didn't like it at all.
0: Yeah, <laughs> save it. All right, I'm gonna use that line. Yeah,
1: yeah. Next it. time somebody tells no, you, well, hey, I get it. I get it all the time. God is good. Yeah, just go. What I didn't know that was up for debate. Yeah, but thanks for clearing the
0: mystery. Oh my gosh! Last one of the okay. uh, the night, Sherry Shepard, formerly The View. Sherry Shepard, 54.
1: Really close, 53. 53. How much is she worth? She probably made a few
0: million she did remember she got two divorces oh fuck uh nine million ten million dollars look at you off by one on each one sad that
1: i know sherry shepherd more than
0: glenn campbell <laughs> that, that is embarrassing you just want to walk yeah. out right now with Yep, down? i do all right stay or goes here we go all right Alyssa milano christina applegate
1: uh, Alyssa milano
0: i'm with you on that one we did this on uh uh, on Twitter the other day, it kind of got crazy, but I didn't ask you because you got me watching The Office. Pam or Karen? Uh,
1: Pam or Karen. Is Karen Rashida, Rashida Jones?
0: Jones? I love Rashida Jones.
1: Uh, she's great, too, but I'd take Pam.
0: Wow. Okay. You're crazy.
1: You're fucking crazy. You're
0: Fuck crazy. Off. I'm, on, uh, I'm on season four right now in The Office. Of The Office? Yeah. It's great. Dude, I'm on the part. The one I just watched before you walked in was the one where Michael thinks he's getting a job in New York. Oh, and Dwight's getting his office because he's right. the new guy. And he has this big thing, a big league chew, but he has a spit cup. It's the dumbest fucking thing you've ever seen. Is
1: David Keckner on there yet?
0: Yeah, he's been back all over the place. Todd? Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. All right. From the road? Showing up? All right. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right. Here we go. Hold on. Maybe I got the wrong guy. I'm thinking of the dude from, well, hold on. What, what's his name on the show?
1: Uh Todd. The the sales guy. The com- David Kachner, champ.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been on all yeah. over the place. Yes. Yeah,
1: he's fucking great on
0: that. Right, Mr. Inappropriate? Yes. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Big time. All right, here we go. This one's going to be tough for you. All right. Bill Walton or Steve Hartman?
1: Uh, Steve Hartman. <laughs> they both won't talk your ear off. No, Bill won't.
0: Save it for the year. <laughs> Bill, you say Bill. Bill won't say anything. Unless if, if you say something to Bill first, he will go. If you say, Bill, the sun's up, he will talk for 80 minutes. If the red light's on. <laughs> that's a good point. If the red but when the red light's on, there's nobody better.
1: But that's not a shot at Bill. Bill is a believer. Um, save everything. You can't recreate magic. Yes. So that I don't mean that disrespectful to Bill. Um,
0: you kinda, you're that way on the show. We don't talk about anything off the show that, that we get to on the show. We have fucking Barry
1: Bloom. sack of shit. Um, <laughs> Take it easy, Bernie. Dude, I love Barry Bloom. Barry Bloom's great. I know why people get so mad at him. Barry Bloom's fucking
0: great. Uh, Can I tell my Bernie Barry Bloom story since you brought it up? Yeah, Barry's course. not going to listen? Fucking for years at Qualcomm Stadium in one of the stalls, somebody wrote with a oh, sharpie, yeah. Barry Bloom sucks cock. Yeah. Found out it was Bernie. ha, <laughs> ha. And Bernie doesn't dislike it, but it was fucking hilarious because Barry would show up like four times a Dude, year. Dude,
1: I said it, uh, we were talking off the air, right? Like about people that you can say shit about. Yeah. Steve Hartman's one of those guys. Like if you came on, you were like, God damn it, I hate Steve Hartman. <laughs> Steve would be like, who gives a shit, right? Steve Scott Kaplan. God damn it, I hate Scott Kaplan. Scott fucking retweeted. Couldn't give less of a shit. What any of you think about him, right? Like, all of us, you go, ah, fuck this guy. Fucking meet this guy at the mall. Kaplan just retweets it. Hartman would retweet it. Dude, the other guy who is right in that same category is Barry. Yes. Barry couldn't give less of a fuck what any of you think. But uh, (laughs) he couldn't. No, you're 100% right. I agree with everything you're saying. But the thing is... If you sat with Barry. At, I'm a big
0: fan. I like him. He's a great dude.
1: Yeah. He's fucking great, dude. Funny as shit. And the good thing with Barry is, like, you can fuck around with him. Yeah. You can bust balls with Barry. He do not give a shit. He'll fuck with you, too. Yeah. Good dude. Um, But, yeah, I, I just, I laugh all the time because there'll be people on social media that really think you're getting a dig in at Cap or at fucking
0: uh, Barry, and neither one of them give a shit. No, they don't give a shit. Two more for you. All right. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Hmm. Uh, Kimmel. Kimmel's the one you throw in the water, or the one you keep? No, I keep Kimmel. Okay, I'm with you as well. Last one of the night Andy Green or punching Pat Murphy?
1: Oh, Andy Green. <laughs> Andy Green's a fucking great dude. I never. I don't think we ever had Pat Murphy on.
0: No, I don't think we did either. But I would have not want to spend any time with Pat Murphy.
1: I'll give you. I'll give you one uh, right here. Mike McCoy, Kevin Gilbride. Ah, oh, that's
0: a good. Oh, fuck. You know, it's funny. I would have said, I would have said McCoy, but Kevin Gilbride was so cool when we saw him at the Super Bowl. I, I'm yeah. a Kevin Gilbride guy. I think he changed a lot, for the better.
1: Yeah, McCoy. When McCoy was where we just said Bill. Was all about uh, when the red light went on. Yeah, Mike McCoy was a completely different guy when the light went
0: off. Yes, you're right. Yeah, feel bad. Where, where the fuck's Mike working? Dude, it's funny. I'm looking right now. Um, I don't. I think he's out of football right now. Dude, out of he's professional. Be, out of the NFL. Right? His yeah. last job was with the Panthers.
1: Working at uh, quarterbacks uh, coach. Alpine Fence. Yeah. <laughs> Driving the truck.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, So right. We're back on Sunday. Yeah, we'll be. Oh, back. Monday. You said you wanted Sundays off. Oh, yeah. Didn't you say we'll,
1: that? Yeah, we'll be back on Monday next week because I like coming in after the last dance. Okay. So um, we'll be back Monday, and then we'll uh, we'll do Monday and Wednesday for a couple of weeks until last dance is wrapped up.
0: Perfect. Good deal. All right. See you guys Monday. Oh, I-